0: amen amen the Lord the Lord is your strength that even when you are at your weakest point that we serve a God who is our strength he's stronger than mountains and his strength is deeper than oceans and here's the good news it reaches (laughs) <laughs> it reaches to me Amen, amen it is, it is so good To be in the house of the Lord One more time David said I was glad When they said unto me Let us go into the house of the Lord Bible says you ought to enter into his gates with thanks." giving and unto his course with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name for the lord is somebody know the word of god for the lord is and his mercy (laughs) endure forever amen 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 i'm i'm just so thankful to be in the house of the lord again to be in the midst of family Salem Church you know you are my family and every time I come to Salem Church I feel like I'm going home amen so I thank God again just to be in the midst of his people if you will this morning we just want to not be before you long but want to briefly bring a text to your hearing uh, if you will Turn in your Bibles to Psalm 118. Psalm 118, this morning I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. Psalm 118, just, just one verse in your hearing. I don't even know if I need the book this morning. Psalm 118, one. Oh, give thanks unto the lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever again one 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 passage scripture oh give thanks unto the lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever if you allow me this morning to to label our lesson and and tag a title to this text in this time of thanksgiving every day is a day of thanksgiving every day is a day of thanksgiving when i was pondering over our text and leaning into its meaning and depth. My mind rolled back to the time that I was a young teenage follower of Christ. Anybody remember your young days with Jesus? I was young and I was zealous. I was on fire for the Lord. I could not wait for Wednesday night Bible study could not wait for Sunday morning to shout of the week over if there's anybody here that remembers a time when you were just on fire for the Lord but not only was I on fire I was somewhat crazy anybody remember your crazy early days in Jesus you were a bit of a Jesus freak and I remember in my young days, I remember the holidays coming down. And I remember going to my father, uh, the wisest counselor that I know. I remember to asking him, I said, you know, we don't, we don't celebrate ghosts, ghouls, and goblins. That We don't exalt werewolves, witches, and warlocks. And so I, I said to him, should we just cut the lights off in the house? And shut everything down and don't worry about trick-or-treaters. And y'all know the pastor of this church, y'all know how wise and how deep he is. He just simply looked at me and said, son, giving is always in order. That's a lesson that I've never forgotten in my life. Giving is always in order. We don't have to have ghosts and ghouls and webs outside to give and then i think about the goodness of god and all that he's done for me and for us and i just lift up my wonder and i learned that every day is a day of thanksgiving it is a time that we can give thanks Unto God, No matter what we are dealing with, no matter what we are going through, no matter how high we are, no matter how low we are, we can give thanks unto God because God is worthy of our thanksgiving. I'm just trying to get you there. You ought to be glad that you are breathing right now, that you have that activity your your limbs right now, that you've come to the place of worship right now because God is worthy of our thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm just waiting on somebody to jump on their feet and thank God for what you've done. Thank God for who you are. Thank God for what you're doing. Thank God for what you're going to do. Because every single day, every moment, every minute, every second, every hour, we can give our God thanks. We can give our God thanks. The text said we give him thanks because he is good. And I just want to hang out there just for a moment. We thank God because he is good. How in the world, brother preacher, is our God good? He's good in his very nature. There is no shadow of turning in our God. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. God is eternally good. God is benevolent. He has no benevolence in him. He is good even when our lives are bad and ugly. God is still good, and he's still good all the time. And that's what the psalmist said, that God is good and we ought to give him thanks because he's good. He's good in his sovereignty. He's good in his omnipotence. He's good in his omniscience. He's good in his omnipotence. He is always a good God. And it doesn't matter what we think about him, where the world is, God is still good. I know we got to go back to the polls and vote again, but that ain't do nothing with the goodness of God. I know you can barely afford groceries, but it has nothing to do with the goodness of God. I know you might be struggling paying your rent and your mortgage, but God is still good. And because he's good, he's going to help us in the midst of our struggles and our trials. He is good. And because he is good, He's worthy of giving thanks. And the psalmist said, oh, give thanks unto the Lord because he is good. So we ought to thank him at all times. But then we ought to thank him even in the midst of our troubles and trials. That's where I thank God. Psalm 118 is a peculiar psalm because it is part of a number of songs uh, after the end of what we call the Egyptian Hillel. Hillel simply means praise songs. It is a praise to God for what he has done for Israel at the time. And most people place this psalm in the midst of Israel returning from the Babylonian captivity. It, it makes them think about what he did in Egypt, but it's about the return of them in Babylon. If y'all let me park and put my hat up right here. What I want to tell you, Egypt was God's doing. The 400 years of slavery was God's doing. And God told Israel, I have surely seen the affliction of my people and I have heard their cry, but I have come down to deliver you. And they thank God all their lives, even till this day for what he did in Egypt. But Babylon was not God's doing. It was because of their sins. I'm just trying to help somebody this morning. Sometimes you struggle and I struggle in life not because God has put us a place where he is sovereignly protecting us. We are there because of our own doing. And I just want to help somebody out. Your conce- The consequence of your sin inextricably follows just like night follows day. Uh, if you hear lightning crackling, I, I, I'm telling you, the thunder will roll because sin and the consequence of sin follows just like that. Tide goes out, it's coming back in. So that's where Israel was. They had disobeyed God. They had done bad things to God. But God, in his sovereign grace, allowed them to return home. Y'all know they returned home, but they returned home to Jerusalem and to Judea that was in shambles. The wall was down. The temple was destroyed. But God had allowed them to return. Anybody ever been there in your life, everything is falling apart, but God had the nerve to let you come back to where you had been before. That's where they were. That that they had come back to this place and under the leadership of Zerubbabel, under the leadership of Ezra and under the leadership of Nehemiah, God had led them back to restore them back where they were. But when they were in, when they finally got there, and I want to share this, if you ever notice, before Nehemiah rebuilt the wall, God sent Ezra back. Ezra went back before Nehemiah. And I think that's a a good key to us and can help us to understand how God works. God sent the priest back before he sent the builder back. Somebody with me already. That he sent the priest back to establish worship in Jerusalem. And I'm just trying to let you know, no matter how bad it is outside the city, no matter how bad the walls are down, no matter that the temple's down, I need somebody who's going to worship me in the midst of my trouble, in the midst of my trial. Can you lift your hand and worship me? Sends Ezra back first. Said you established worship back in the city of God. You established worship back in in Jerusalem. But then he sent Nehemiah back. And can't you see that even the, even the folks of Israel, they were naysayers. Dare I say it was haters in the place of God, because can't you see and can't you hear the people? Ezra, why are you worshiping God? There is no temple anymore. Ezra, why are you lifting your hands? Why are you bringing the folk to worship God? The temple is not there anymore. But Ezra said, it don't matter if the building ain't here. Our God is our temple. And we ought to worship him with everything we got. He he worships God. And then he sends Nehemiah back. So you had trials, you had enemies from within the camp, but because the wall was up, you also had enemies outside the camp. Can't you see? The wall is down, all the enemies are surrounding them, and they are laughing at them because at any moment we can attack you and you don't have a system where you can protect yourself. And then I can, I can hear Nehemiah say, well, don't worry about it, workers, because our God is a fence all about us. And that he'll protect us even when nothing is there. God has protected somebody in this world. When you feel like nothing was there to hold you up, he protected you. That's where they are. Troubles and trials all around them. But they were still grateful to God. For their troubles and for their trials. But we can thank God at all times. We can thank God in our troubles and trials. We can thank God because he is our temple. He is our place of rest and refuge in the midst of all our trouble. Anybody ever been to a point in your life where you just needed to get to the place where God is? Because if I can get to where God is, he can lift me up. He is my strength. He can raise my head. Is there anybody here that has ever understood that if I can get to where God is, everything will be all right? Isaiah Temple, he, he eventually allows them to rebuild. He He encamps Israel back in the city. Even though it's desolate, he brings them back to a place of worship. He brings them back to a place of work. And then he allows them to find. And can't you imagine they're now trying to build the temple. And they find a stone. And inside the camp they say, that stone ain't good enough. Why in the world would you build on that stone? It ain't strong enough. It ain't hard enough. It ain't big enough. It ain't heavy enough. But then the text says that the very stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Anybody know? If you know Jesus, he'll be the place where your chief cornerstone, he will be the place where you can rest everything in your life. Israel. Israel. It's desolate. They've been in captivity. Uh, their numbers are down. But they are the place where God has set his camp. Oh, I wish somebody heard me this morning. I don't care where your life is. If God is in your life and he set up camp where you are, everything is going to be all right. That they ought to give thanks at all times. Give thanks because he can help us in our troubles and trials. Give thanks because he is our temple. And then, I'm almost done, y'all. It, at the end of the very text, Psalm 118, it has a book in text. At the beginning, it says, what? Well, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. And his mercy endures forever. We can give thanks to God because of his grace and his favor. I wish somebody heard me. That you can thank God because you are experiencing in life grace and favor because of God's goodness. Anybody ever had any favor and grace in life because of God's goodness? And I... I can thank God every day for the favor God has given me. I, I wasn't very smart, but I got an education. That's favor, y'all. I wasn't very rich, but I got some money. That's favor, y'all. Is there anybody here that understands you didn't deserve it, but you got favor because you knew who God was? It's amazing. We, we live in a country of excess, and we don't know how to praise God like other folk. If you got two pairs of shoes you're in favor. If you got one suit to put on on Sunday morning, but the fact of the matter is most of us got several and we have to decide what we gonna wear. If you got to decide what you gonna wear, you better understand that's favor. All right, y'all ain't doing If you would go in your garage and choose which car you gonna drive, that's favor. If you got, I see accessories on your neck. You chose today. What accessory are you going to wear, ladies and gentlemen? You That's favor. We got to thank him that he's a good God. And he's a gracious God. And he gives us favor. But at the end of the text, he also gives us mercy. I love the goodness of God. Don't get it twisted. I love vacations and cruises and going to exotic places because I understand that's favor. I didn't deserve any of that, but God was gracious enough to give me some of that. Anybody ever been on a beach that you ain't never heard of before? God, that's favor. But then you ought to thank God even the more for his mercy. We ain't there yet. Mercy is what God gave you that you you should not have gotten because you deserve something else. That I wish we could worship God for his mercy. Because somebody was in a car accident and died and you were two minutes down the road and God was merciful to you. Just saw on the news that somebody, a preacher's house just burned down. And I'm about to be, Lord, give somebody praise for his mercy. That God is not only good, but he is merciful. A uh, story is told of an old man on a beach. Old man, long salt and pepper, disheveled beer. He would walk the beach in this kind of resort town every day. The locals knew him, but they were too afraid to say something to him. So many people who had visited this beach had come back year after year, had seen this man, but never were brought up the, the will to speak to him, say hello. But one thing that was Weird about the man, actually, he didn't have any friends that were people. But every time he walks the beach, hundreds of seagulls would follow him wherever he went. And, And one thing that was weird about the man, the seagulls would follow him, and you could see him seemingly talking to the seagulls as he spread seed to allow them to eat and people would just kind of wonder and what's wrong with this man but the seagulls every time he came out they would flock to him and then one day a little boy finally had the nerve to get close to him because he going to find out what in the world is he saying to these seagulls and he finally got close enough and He had to lean in because the man's mouth seemingly moved, but he barely could hear what he was saying. And then he got close enough, and he heard simply, thank you. He threw seed, and he said, thank you. Threw a little more seed, and he said, thank you. They fell down all over him. Well, what they didn't know was he was a World War II veteran. Had been shot down over Japan. Spent days upon days floating with his life in the balance, and one day, a seagull flew on top of his head. You ain't you missed it. He was able to grab that seagull, use that seagull for a meal. And it sustained him long enough that when a ship came by, he got picked up. I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to get you there, that you ought to thank something. And thank God in your life for the times that he spared you. And he said thank you to those seagulls for what they had done for him. And is there anybody here that has had time in your life where you can thank God? When you were at a place where you were at your lowest, but God sent something to sustain you. And you ought to understand that every day is a day of thanksgiving. That God's been so good to me. And every day he's blessing me. Every day is a day of thanksgiving and you ought to take the time to glorify the lord today is there anybody here that can give him thanks for what he has done for you is there anybody here that can give him thanks for what he is doing for you is there anybody here that can give him thanks for what he's going to do for you. Because every day is a day of thanksgiving and God's been so good to me. Every day he's blessing me. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. You ought to take the time to glorify the Lord today. Glorify him for your breath. Glorify Him for your life. Glorify Him for your job. Glorify Him for your family. Glorify Him for what He's given to you. Glorify Him for the roof over your head. Glorify Him that you don't have COVID. Glorify Him that the flu didn't get you. Glorify Him. Glorify God because He's worthy be glorified if you can't glorify him for none of that glorify him because one day the stone that the builders rejected he died for you died one Friday laid him in a of tomb but I'm so glad people of God and you ought to thank God that early Sunday morning the chief cornerstone got up with all power in his hand and if you can't glorify him for nothing else you ought to glorify him for that right there because the same God that died for you one day he's coming back for you one day he's gonna crack the sky one day he's gonna take you away from this evil and mean old world one day it'll be howdy howdy never ever goodbye
1: one day we'll see him as he is and is there anybody here that can give god praise and thank him for what he has done jesus you are our thanksgiving jesus
0: you are our meal before the table
1: jesus have so much to thank God for. For he made a way for me. He
0: gave me the victory. He opened doors for me that I'm not able to see. I have so much to thank God for. Is there anybody here that can thank him for what he's done for you. Thank him for what he didn't do for you. So much to thank God for that he's made a way for me. Gives me the victory. He opened doors for me that I'm not able to see. So much to thank God for. And because so much to thank you for every day. Is a day of thanksgiving. The God has been so good. And every day He's blessing me. Every day. Is a day of thanksgiving. You ought to take the time to glorify the Lord today. If you will, just stand on your feet. If you will, Jesus keep me near the cross, sir. There, precious fountain, and is get this free to all healing stream that flows from Calvary's mountain. This is the invitation to discipleship. Everything we do in the church leads to this invitation. And the invitation comes from the mouth of the preacher, but the truth be told, the invitation comes from the spirit of the Lord long before the mouth of the preacher opens. That if you've had an encounter with Jesus Christ, he's invited you to come to be a part of the family of the redeemed. And this is the time that we come. The Bible just simply says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. You will just lift your voice.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.
0: to Jesus
1: in the cross
0: A trembling soul. Oh, in
1: in the the cross, a trembling, trembling soul, come on, it's a place where. Lift your voice and say, in in the... I I still get happy about the cross.
0: Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God because he's good. Thank God because his mercy endures forever. Thank him. Tell him you will bless the Lord at all times. Your praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Amen. Give God praise. Give God praise. Just of notes as we look to leave this place, but never from the presence of God. If you will join us this coming Saturday um, at 3 p.m. as we walk with the Salem Float, Lilburn Parade, uh, gather your family, wear your Salem T-shirts. Uh, the youth praise team will also minister at, I guess this is Lilburn Park at 5:45 p.m. Amen. So we can also come and support our youth praise team. Always, and continue to remember, um, the runoff election information, um, advanced voting for the general runoff is going on, um, November 27th through December 2nd. Uh, The election runoff date is Tuesday, December 6th, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And we ask that everyone uh, find it to where you can go back to the polls, because this is very important for us as a people to make sure that we do what many in our forefathers have bled, suffered and died for the very right to go and vote as a citizen of this country. I want to thank God again for your presence. Thank God for all of you, for your prayers uh, continually, not only for our pastor and first lady, but for your prayers for those in our family who are dealing with sickness, who are dealing with death and bereavement. This is a tough time, as any would be, to deal with death and bereavement. Um, many people share together in family time during this time, and many have lost, and so continue to pray for those. also want to thank you for your continued stewardship and giving. Don't count it lightly that you are giving, not just, just to Salem Church, but to the kingdom of God, so we want to ask that you will continue giving as God has afforded you to do so, both um, through uh, online, give the file cash app, and if you do bring your gifts Sunday morning to the sanctuary. As we leave, if those on my left and your right would we'll leave through the double doors, uh, continue if you will, just to be safe. Thank you for continuing to be safe uh, in the body, uh, with the body, and we pray for all of you. If you will, those to my uh, again my left with out the double doors, those, those to my right uh, out the single file out the uh, the door here, and we do have receptacles for those who. Uh, have a need to give on the way out so good uh, just to see everybody praise God that your celebration of Thanksgiving went well and just do know that in the body of Christ every moment we have we can thank God for what he is and what he is doing you will stand on your feet God be with us Was able to keep us from stumbling and able to present us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise god be glory be majesty be dominion and authority and may it be both now henceforth and forevermore and the people of god said
1: several ways to submit your tithe and offering online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on cash app at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048